I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening in again. Um, I am here with my friend Mallory. We go to church together, and um, I feel like I've known her for many years. I don't know how many years, but it's been many. Um, But what's neat about this year is that we actually get to serve together. So we both uh, teach uh, an Awana class for the girls, and then we also are in the same Sunday school. So it's been like a really cool time. Um, So I also have my kids here not in the same room but Mallory has her kids here too so you might hear some background noise but you know we are mothers this is how it goes um so I wanted to talk to Mallory um so this whole like testimony series or whatever you want to call it whenever I end up doing them um are basically where I'm talking to other people just about their testimony, their salvation experience, just kind of how their life has been, because we don't all have the same life. We don't have the same story. And so there might be some things that y'all relate to better with other people than you do with me or things that you might just learn through what other people have gone through and what God's teaching them, if that makes any sense. So um, I wanted to ask Mallory, Hello, Mallory. I'm talking to you now. Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, just about like your upbringing and your salvation experience and all that kind of stuff. So can you share some stuff about that? Sure. So um, I have grown up in church. I've actually gone to Oakland Heights Baptist Church my whole, <laughs> sorry, my, uh, my whole life. Um, as far as I can back that I can remember, um, I got saved out of vacation Bible school at our church when I was six or seven years old. Um, so just always been, my family's always been consistent in church. I don't remember a time of us not going. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Just, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> great. Um, so um, you said you got saved when you were in vacation in Bible school. Do you remember that moment? I know like we were like little because I was mm-hmm. also saved when I was seven, but what do you remember about that? Um, I do remember it's a little vague but um I do remember uh hearing about you know heaven and hell and all those things and of course I'd already heard all those things before but um I I remember going out and I'm pretty sure I I remember who I spoke to too and uh got saved and I think I remember calling my dad on the uh man those old phones they got the long cords on them back when i was yeah. not that young <laughs> anyways but yeah i remember uh, using that it was in the nursery at the time and and calling my dad and telling him that i got saved so. sweet yeah <laughs> um one well, is neat too because josie just got saved what last week or the week before i should know better um at six and so that's a that's a really sweet time for parents and i think for kids as well um okay so after you got saved at your young age of seven how were your childhood years was there, there like any um like what was your knowledge of god like when you were a child after you got saved. Okay, you weren't expecting that question. I just threw that one in there. It's okay. It's okay. My knowledge of God. Um, or like your your little, your relationship with God as a child. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, after I got saved, I don't remember um, like, you know, starting to read the Bible on my own or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, you know, we didn't have discipleship or anything back then. And also I was seven. pretty young. Yeah, I'm only <laughs> seven. So, um, so I don't remember you know, much about that, just keep, kept going to church, kept doing the same stuff I was doing. Um, so I don't remember like a huge 
change so so young mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah so <laughs> as you were growing and getting older and probably coming more independent in your thoughts and your own decision making and things like that was there a time where things you know started changing for you or being different between you and the lord or just you know your own choices and things like that yes so uh when i got into high school so ninth grade um you know i never had a time where i was like man god isn't real Mm-hmm. And all this is not true. Like, I always knew it was true. Uh, couldn't deny any of that stuff. But I remember there being a change in, you know, what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and what I did. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, just started going down, like, a, the wrong path, hanging out with the wrong people, doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing, uh, you know, slowly. It's a slow fade. Right. As the song goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, Satan starts creeping in there mm-hmm. and your flesh um, starts kind of... I guess being more desensitized by sin mm-hmm. because you keep letting things take a little inch here and there. And before you know it, the slow fade like you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, how, how long did that last? Um, so yeah, I'd say my ninth grade year is when I first had like a real boyfriend, I guess, you know, my f- first person I thought at the time, of course, thought that I was like in love with and, uh, my identity became more in this person and what they thought of me um, than in God at all, you know, like totally just dependent on everything that this person said, what they said about me, it was the truth. All right, we're recording back. We had a child interruption, but we are back now. Things are fine. (laughs) So Mallory was talking about how, wait, why do I don't need to remind them there? It's okay, it's okay. Anyways, so, um, but yeah, so in high school, my identity was uh, always in uh what boys thought of me um so when that relationship ended really not so happy for me um the very next relationship that I jumped into uh the same thing just kind of like whatever you think of me is what I am Mm. um and then from there on out through high school that's pretty much how that went um just whatever these people said was the truth no matter what God was saying about me (laughs) right well I think that's like such a super common problem with humans in general but especially with girls and women and that pivotal age whether you're middle school or high school and you find a lot of girls who are walking with the lord i mean guys have their own set of issues you know but girls that are walking with the lord a lot of times um, will get distracted and, and whatever with boys because i don't know if it's like the tangible thing right in front of you and you want that love and acceptance and to feel important and special and instead of finding it in our heavenly father it's it feels a lot easier to find it in a human who's shown us attentions. I think that's like such a super common issue, and I had the same issue in my twenties too. Yes. <laughs> so once you got out of high school, how how did all that go? Well, um, <laughs> my uh, senior year of high school actually is when I got pregnant with my uh, oldest, uh, who is eleven now. Um, so obviously, didn't learn anything much through high school and then became pregnant um so then through that experience and then having her I still was clinging to that relationship um as if it was you know my Mm -hmm. only thing I had going for me I don't know right um until after I had her and then still it took much longer before I really found my identity in Christ again Right. Yeah. Can, mm-hmm. can you say, like, maybe 
while you were right while you were struggling through that you know living in, in rebellion as I did as well and also probably struggling with you know self-worth and things going on um what do you feel like kept you from getting right with the Lord so I feel like it was just my flesh and wanting um to um, I really I mean just be God myself and uh you know wanting these certain things for my daughter at the time you know wanting her dad to be part of her life no matter the cost um and obviously that was wrong um so and just always wanting to play God in my own life Mm -hmm. um you know I wanted this family I wanted this um life that I would see normal people having, you know, Mm -hmm. with the dad and the mom and the children and just normal, but that wasn't his, his plan for me. Uh, and it took me a long time to be okay with that. (laughs) Right. No, I think that makes sense. I think that like we all struggle as when we are in rebellion against the Lord, that we are trying to control our lives. Like we were talking about before we started recording. Um, and we want, things the way we want them or we think hey like surely this is something god would want and then we kind of try to force it and then it just makes us more miserable because we're not really listening to god and yielding to him and going to him but but yeah we all kind of get in our own heads and kind of get destructive not meaning to but that's just ends up what, what happened and um so at what point did you turn to, back to the lord and in repentance and what changed then how did it change how did it all come about um, so let me think. So when I was pregnant with my, well, I have four children. So when I was pregnant, but I had twins, so that's three pregnancies. But, um, <laughs> anyway, so I was pregnant with my, uh, last, uh, son. I decided I had tried to get my, at the time, husband to go to, um, celebrate recovery. We had that at, at our church at the time. Right. Uh, tried to get him to go. I think we went maybe twice, but didn't stay for like the actual talk like we sit around and talk to each other right um so finally I told him that I was just gonna go by myself um not really realizing that I had an issue Mm. at the time yeah um and then through that you know realized that I was completely codependent on (laughs) on him and then you know could see that through past relationships and so uh just kind of started there and then kind of realizing my worth in Christ and that I didn't have to have this yeah. uh, relationship with this person to to feel anything and, you know, to right. feel worthy. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, so what about, like, right now in your life since your point of, like, repentance and growth and things like that, um, what is God doing in your life now? How have you seen yourself grow? What has changed your perspective, things in life, victories, whatever? What have you seen? Um, so, uh, after like celebrate recovery, then I had my son and then I, I think I went back for just a little bit and then, um, we quit doing it at our church, but then I decided that I wanted to do discipleship, which I had actually done previously mm-hmm. in my uh, teenage years, but obviously wasn't living right. Just kind of going through the motions. Right. Um, so I went through Costa discipleship and through that felt God calling me to, uh, be baptized again. Mm-hmm. Not that. I had gotten like resaved, but just showing people, hey, I wasn't living right, and I, I want to now. Right. You know, just like a public uh, display of that. So then after that, I think no, I'd already started discipleship um, with Rhonda, and so then we are almost done. We're on our last lesson. Awesome. And then through that, I've 
read through the Bible for the first time all yeah, the way through. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just uh, growth in that. And then, um, of course, being people seeing that I, uh, you know, I'm growing and are allowing me, you know, parts in our church. And, yeah. you know, so getting like to do Awanas and uh, things like that. So just. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's exciting, too, because I think that, like, the the goal is, you know, when Christ is in your heart, like, we all come together and work together for his, you know, kingdom and um, for his will. And then we all have different gifts. And so when we have members of the church that maybe are saved, but they're not growing or whatever's going on, it's like we're, we're missing that mm-hmm. important arm (laughs) or nose or whatever to the body and so it's so cool like to hear you know just kind of the things that you've been through like some of our stuff is is similar as far as getting saved at a young age and then rebelling against the lord and kind of living according to either our own human wisdom and what we want and all this kind of stuff Um, and then coming back to the lord and that god is always so willing to receive us again like no matter how many times like you know i think that's really special and that he Oh, what's that verse? Like I just had um, Philippians 1, 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it into the day of Jesus Christ, so that if we're willing, he wants to do that. He wants us to grow. Um, And so then we see victory in our life when we're actually giving up the control, mm-hmm. you know, and letting yeah. him grow us. So I think that's really exciting. I, I've really, I've said this before, it sounds like I'm in love with you, but like, <laughs> I just love working with you. Like, I love serving with you and um, getting to, because you know somebody before, but like you really get to know somebody when you're serving together mm-hmm. and you're serving in ministry together and you, um, you know, God is like gifted you both in different ways and it's just really cool. Okay. I'm done gushing about you. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, okay. So how is your prayer life now? How is your time in, in the word of God? Um, and obviously like we talked about your church involvement a little mm-hmm. bit, but how's all that kind of, so you said you read through the Bible. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Now, did you notice a change though? Like before when maybe you weren't as consistent in the Bible or as disciplined or whatever you might want to say, what's the difference have you seen since you've like, I don't know, been reading the Bible faithfully, if that makes sense? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, obviously when you, uh, don't read the Bible faithfully, um, you don't see things clearly. Like maybe you come back and you're like, Oh, I don't even know where I was. And now I'm just going right. to start back somewhere, yeah. you know? So, um, when you, uh, you can see the whole story, so yeah. to speak, when you stick with it, you can see it all, you know? And, and now I, I just started over, um, a couple of weeks ago. And this time, like this past time I was just reading, like I wasn't trying to journal or anything like that. I was like, I'm just going to read it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to try to uh, study it or anything. And so uh, this time I'm journaling and only I'm reading very small sections at a yeah. time and mapping things and stuff like that. And uh, really seeing things that I did, hadn't seen before. Yeah. Uh, even just different types of people, where they came from, what, you know, yeah, uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's a good thing as well, too, is I think it's good um, it's not like a bad thing if people want to read the Bible in a year or a half a year mm-hmm. or however people want to break that up too. But like, I think more than anything, it's so important just to take small chunks if, if that's what you can 
look at to actually take time to study it mm-hmm. because I think a lot of times what people say is like oh, I'm gonna read like 10 chapters every day yeah. and then you're like I'm not really having time to get anything out of it because I'm just trying to get it done mm-hmm. and and really not being able to meditate on what God's word is because you're just trying to get it done so I'm not just saying like people can't get that stuff done but for me also like I have to take smaller chunks to really be able to look at and study it and and meditate on it and things like that so I think that's really cool um and I think too like being able to be um unbrainwashed from how like our flesh and the world is Mm -hmm. and all the things that we you know are programmed to think anyways in our human forms and and then also influences from the world that the bible like renews our minds and transforms it Mm -hmm. and like you know so we're like oh like this is how god thinks this is his wisdom this makes a lot more sense so we are able to look back in our past and be like what the heck (laughs) what was i thinking (laughs) like why is that going on um all right that's awesome okay so is there anything that for the people who are listening that you would you know want to leave them with um, sure. So, um, I would just want to say, you know, I know there's people who just like me have grown up in church, um, their whole lives and maybe you're not, you know, where you should be. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it took a long time for me to like humble myself mm. and realize that and be okay with other people knowing it too. Right. For sure. Um, <laughs> that, Hey, I know way less than you mm. <laughs> and, uh, God, really, especially through discipleship too, has really humbled me that I don't know a whole lot. Mm, No, same, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. um, Even though I thought I did and, uh, you know, thought because I grew up in church, man, I, you know, know all this stuff and had a big head about it and Mm. no, you know, and uh, just to know that it's okay. And especially when you're at a good church, um, they're not going to be like, oh, you should know more. Right. (laughs) You know, They're, they're excited for you and they want you to grow and they want you to, you know, be who God wants you to be and to not be afraid to admit, you know, that you're not mm. who they think you are or For who sure. you should be. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I think in the flip side of that, you've got people who like know everything, but their heart is not right. Yeah. And the heart's not humble. And if you don't have a humble heart, you're not teachable. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a humble heart, you can't really be right with the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, it's not a race to see who knows yeah. everything and um, who's like got the biggest... I don't know, Bible trivia knowledge or whatever it is. But it it does take humbling because it is hard to not care sometimes about what people think. And Mm -hmm. especially if they've known you before and now you've got to be like, well, you know, like whatever. But, um, but yeah, I think that, that you're exactly right. You know, people just want people to grow. Like that's what the excitement is, is that when people have sincere, humble hearts that they can just like grow in the Lord, we can grow together. We can serve together. We can, you know, um, be like the local body together, the hands and feet. And you can't, if the feet thinks he's better than everybody else. (laughs) And it's just a show too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so anyways, I love you. I'm, I'm thankful for you and thanks for coming on the podcast. And if you have any questions, <laughs> prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Walk With Jesus Podcast or email me at Walk With Jesus Podcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. <laughs>